0: Good morning again, everyone. The Courier Journal dot com and online it's C O U R I E R dash J O U R N A L dot com Courier Journal. Brianna Taylor. Judge says she is concerned. Judge says she is concerned. Detective may have lied to get Brianna Taylor search warrant. Oh my. Written by Andrew Wolfson, Darcy. Costello and Tessa Duval Louisville Courier Journal published 5:18 p.m Eastern Time October 1 2020 updated 8:34 pm. Eastern Time, October 1, 2020. They've included a video. Let's get some information about this video. Protester is arrested by Louisville Police Lawrence Andrea Special to Courier Journal. Mm. Let's listen in. Oh, well, There's an exactly. ad. Don't plan ahead. You can you talk to your loved ones about how you're going to be ready in an emergency. fucking That's right. Oh, well. There's a bunch of, uh, Profanity and, and people crowded, the police are there in mass um, let's see what the written narrative says Louisville, Kentucky the Louisville judge who signed a search warrant for Breonna Taylor's home that ultimately led to her death said Thursday. She is concerned that the detective may have lied to obtain the warrant, but Jefferson Circuit Court Judge Mary Shaw told the Courier Journal that she will defer to the FBI, which has been investigating the search warrant application for Taylor's apartment that led to the fatal raid. The Courier Journal asked Shaw if she intended to demand That detective, Joshua, James, J A Y N E S, show why he shouldn't be held in contempt for swearing in an affidavit that he quote verified through a U.S. postal inspector that suspected drug dealer Jamarcus Glover has been receiving packages, end quote, at Taylor's home. Records obtained by the Courier-Journal and first reported by WDRB show that Louisville police were told before the March 13 raid that no packages, quote, suspicious or otherwise, end quote had been delivered to Glover at Taylor's residence in the months before she was shot and killed by police executing a no-knock warrant, a no-knock search warrant. And they indicate that Sergeant Jonathan Mattingly, who was shot and wounded during the search, had a larger role in verifying information with the Postal Inspector's Office than previously stated. judge delays release of Brianna Taylor grand jury recordings to Friday okay we cover that continuing Mattingly and detectives Miles Cosgrove and Brett Hankison returned fire after Taylor's boyfriend Kenneth Walker fired a, quote, warning shot, saying he thought someone was trying to break in, break in, Taylor was struck, Breonna Taylor was struck six times and died in her apartment hallway. An investigative report from the department's public integrity unit, which was obtained by the Courier Journal, shows mattingly asked the Shively Police Department to check with a postal inspector about package deliveries. That was necessary because LMPD Louisville Metro Police Department wasn't working with the Postal Service because of an unspecified dispute a few years earlier, the report states, on January 17, according to the report, Mattingly asked both Sergeant Timothy Sawyer S- and Detective Mike Kuzma to quote find info on packages sent to the below addresses or names, end quote, and included Taylor's address. He added, quote, Jamarcus Glover is. Target, End quote, Glover, who has been convicted of drug trafficking in Mississippi, was a key suspect in a larger narcotics operations targeted by the place-based investigations squad on Elliot Avenue. He and Taylor, Brianna Taylor, had previously dated, but Glover told the Courier Journal in an exclusive interview in August that Taylor had no dealings with drugs, he is facing drug trafficking charges after he was arrested on Elliott Avenue during a related search warrant within minutes of the attempted search of Taylor's home. The investigative file obtained by the Courier Journal raises more questions about whether LMPD was working on unreliable intelligence when it raided Taylor's home. On May 18th, Salyer told Public Integrity Unit investigators that sometime after Taylor's death, Kuzma asked Mattingly about the affidavit submitted to obtain the search warrant. Quote, Sergeant Mattingly stated, he told Detective Jaynes there was no package history at that address. End quote. Salyer told investigators according to a summary of the interview. Hmm. Kuzma also called Nobles, Nobles, Kuzma also called Nobles, who told him, quote, He remembered there being no packages delivered to the address and was confused about the conflicting information on the affidavit as well. According to the report Quote, Sergeant Salier rated stated Sergeant Salier stated there were no packages of any kind being delivered to the address suspicious or otherwise. End quote, investigators wrote in a summary. Salier also told the Public Integrity Unit investigators that packages could have been delivered and received under another name to the address Glover told the Courier Journal in August that he received only shoes and clothing not drugs at Taylor's home on Springfield Drive near Iroquois Park. Attorney General Daniel Cameron announced last week that both Mattingly and Cosgrove acted in self-defense and could not be charged with any crime. A grand jury indicted Hankerson, who fired 10 rounds with wantonly endangering three residents in an adjoining apartment. He has pleaded not guilty and is free on 15,000 dollars bond. Hmm. FBI spokesman Timothy Beam said by email Thursday that his office has the public integrity unit report Obtained by the Courier-Journal, he would say only that, quote, FBI Louisville is actively investigating all aspects of the death of Brianna Taylor, end quote. The complete investigative file from the Public Integrity Unit which investigates officers conduct in, Briala, in Brianna Taylor's death has not been publicly released. Mayor Greg Fisher however has said his office is in the process of redacting it to, quote, protect personal information of witnesses and others, close quote, before sharing it. That may happen next week. they've included a lot of links and another video this video the caption says the Brianna Taylor decision what we know about the charges the single indictment handed down by the grand jury in the Brianna Taylor case has raised questions and an outcry. Here's what we know about the charges. Dwight Adams, Indy Star. And we'll We'll listen. The, the video is completely music, is completely music with a narrative of the information we already know about who was involved in the officers' names, the charges, the attorney general's name, the information about Breonna Taylor and what happened to her. And some of the bloopers and misstatements that have been put out by the Attorney General. Mm. We'll, we'll go on. Continuing false information in the affidavit. Question: This is not the first time Jane's search warrant application has been questioned. Postal Inspector Tony Gooden told WDRB News in May that his office had been asked By what we know, by what we now know was Shively Police to investigate whether Taylor's apartment had been receiving suspicious mail. His office, Gooden said, concluded it was not. Quote, There's no packages of interest going there," End quote, he said. James said in his search warrant request that affidavit, correction, affiant verified through a U.S. postal inspector. That Jamarcus Glover has been receiving packages at 3003 Springfield Drive, number four. Jane's added, Affiant knows through training and experience that it is not uncommon. drug traffickers to receive mail packages at different locations to avoid detection from law enforcement. End quote. Attorneys for Taylor's family in May accused officers of providing quote false information in the affidavit saying that Gooden's remarks quote directly contradicts what the police stated in the affidavit to secure a no knock warrant for her home. End quote. Jane's was placed on administrative reassignment on June 10th. Then interim chief Robert Schroeder said the move would allow questions to be answered on, quote, how and why the search warrant was approved, end quote. The department has since confirmed Jaynes is one of six officers under a professional standards unit investigation which examines whether departmental policies were violated. He also is under investigation by the FBI, according to an attorney for witnesses who have been interviewed in the probe. Schroeder said Monday, in response to a question about whether James was under investigation that quote there is currently an investigation by the FBI a criminal investigation and as I discussed earlier once the criminal investigation is done the administrative investigation will commence End quote. Whew. I'll have to open a parenthesis here and say people the courier journal, the local Louisville paper. Yeah, it's very thorough. There are so many links in here. It's taken me forever to finish this article just to work around all the different links. Quote, we didn't do any of the investigation. End quote. In a March 25th interview with LMPD's Public Integrity Unit, Mattingly explained his role in the execution of the warrant at Taylor's apartment. With multiple warrants being served March thirteenth. It was a quote manpower intensive operation and They just needed bodies, he told police. Quote, do you remember the name of the target on the search warrant? An investigator asked the sergeant. Quote, not offhand. Mattingly said, we didn't write it, we didn't do any of the investigation, we did none of the background. This this is strange, people, this is strange, oh my goodness, this just sounds like a horrible mess a horrible cover up oh my goodness continuing investigators also asked mattingly what he was told in the pre-operational briefing I can hardly go on this sounds so strange who in their right mind I'm just asking myself who in their right mind would go on a big operation like this and not even know who they're looking for they don't know who the target, who their target is they're just looking they're just on a wild goose chase and they don't even know who they're looking for I mean This doesn't make sense. It just... Oh, my goodness. I have to have some cold water for this. Excuse me. I want to make sure I'm not walking in my sleep. I better get a whole gallon of cold water (laughs) because this, this is so bad, bad news for a bunch of people. Oh, my goodness. Oh, people, this is bad news for these people in Louisville. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. Oh, no, no, no. No wonder they paid $12 million. Because this was... <laughs> this was... Oof. I hate to say it, but this sounds... Oh, not like law enforcement. I can't even say on the air what it sounds like, but I think you can fill in the blank. I think you already know what this sounds like. Francis Ford Coppola made about three, three movies. The Godfather, part one, two, and three. I think you know what I'm not saying. Just fill in the blank can't believe what I'm reading I better get some more cold water because this is mm -mm, this is awful this gets worse the more you read about it Mm. okay Investigators also asked Mattingly what he was told in the pre-operational briefing. Quote, we were told that the target, their main target, the male, had packages sent to this location, her name, She held, possibly held, dope for him, received the packages, (coughs) excuse me, (coughs) received the packages and held his money, end quote, he said. But a detailed investigative report written more then a month after police fatally shot Brianna Taylor suggested that it was Mattingly not James who asked the Postal Service whether Glover was receiving packages at Taylor's apartment. Oh, oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Quote I verified through Sergeant J. Mattingly of LMPD, who contacted the Postal Service, that Jamarcus Glover had been receiving packages at 3003, Springfield Drive, number four, end quote, James wrote in the report. Oh, 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 oh. continuing the public integrity unit report obtained by the Courier Journal indicates that Mattingly asked a third agency to contact the Postal Service and that he knew Glover's name when he asked Shively Police in January. (sighs) Not good. Kent Wicker, Mattingly's attorney, declined to comment on the report's findings and Mattingly's March statements. Whew. Oh boy, this is horrible. Just, just horrible. Mm-mm. Oh, uh oh. oh, oh. Mm-mm. Okay, the courier journal is really thorough. Let's find this other article they have. On the ballistics, this may be something we covered last night. Ballistics don't support A.G. Cameron's claim. Breonna Taylor's boyfriend shot the officer. Yeah, yeah, we did this one last night. I'll just scan it to make sure if, to see if there's something new in here. September 30th. Mm. Mm-hmm. Cameron told reporters Wednesday the investigation into Taylor's, Brianna Taylor's, March 13th death had ruled out quote friendly fire from ex-Louisville oh my goodness I don't know why the Google Assistant gets started I have to stop this and then come back okay got rid of that one Cameron told reporters Wednesday The investigation into Taylor's March 13th death had ruled out friendly fire. Oh, I can't use that word. I'll get it. Um, okay. Can't use those words. I'll get the assistant. Friendly fire from ex-Louisville Metro police officer Brett Hankerson as the source of the shot that went through LMPD Sergeant Jonathan Mattingly's thigh prompting him and Officer Miles Cosgrove to return fire killing Taylor. I hate to speculate people but Oh, I think Mattingly was fired. I think he was fired not only for wanting, as they're trying to make him the fall guy, for wanton endangerment of the neighbors, of the neighbor's wall. He was, (laughs) he was fired because his, his, he sprayed so many bullets haphazard, haphazardly with no line of sight through Brianna's uh, curtains and couldn't see anything but just sprayed bullets. And they ended, some of them went into the apartment next door, into the wall. So he was fired for shooting into the wall, which is never done. I can absolutely tell you. <laughs> nobody nobody gets fired for shooting into a wall. And Cameron is saying, the attorney general is saying, that he knows for a fact that uh, the, the friendly fire that none of the officers' bullets struck uh, uh, mattingly in the leg, in the thigh. So, (laughs) um, wait, let's see. No, Hankerson, I'm sorry, Brett Hankerson, I think, was the one that was fired from March 13th death had ruled out friendly fire from ex-Louisville metro police officer Brett Hankerson as the source of the shot that went through LMPD Sergeant Jonathan Mattingly's thigh prompting him and Officer Miles Kyle's Scroll So this is this, this is the, uh, the clean-up version, so nobody gets blamed f- for murder. Nobody does time for murder. They just fire one guy. He's the fall guy for shooting into the neighbor's wall. They completely sweep Brianna Taylor's death out of the, the entire scenario, and come up with this, this barrel of stinking fish. That's what it is. It's a barrel of stinking fish. And then they try to put the blame on uh, Brianna Taylor's boyfriend, Kenneth Walker, to say, well, he shot someone in the leg and that they know for a fact it wasn't friendly fire well you see it's a big cover up that's what you have you have a big cover up continuing the KSP report says quote due to limited markings of comparative value End quote. The nine millimeter bullet that hit and exited Mattingly was neither, quote, identified nor eliminated as having been fired, End quote, from Walker's gun. This is a cover up. Cameron said Hankerson had been eliminated as the shooter because the three officers were all carrying .40 caliber handguns while Walker had a nine millimeter and we we covered that last night that Kenneth Walker's attorney, Steve uh, Romines, requested the, the file of that officer that was fired, Brett Hankinson, Hankinson. And his file says he was issued, the police department issued him a nine millimeter that was his service revolver now these other revolvers that they claim he was shooting with I want to hear a little more about these uh, these other guns you see you can see what's going on here this is horrible hmm This paper is so thorough. They have a minute-by-minute timeline of the events that led to her death. They just have so many, so much detail in here. And we're almost out of time for this segment, but let's see how much more is in here. (laughs) Yeah, they they are thorough, okay. I guess we'll wrap this one up and start with another one. (laughs) We'll just continue this into the next segment because they are very, very, (laughs) very thorough. (laughs) Thank you for listening.